Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and what's next. It's a show that asks questions and peels back the layers of our average everyday experience and goes beyond scratching the surface. We interview people doing incredible things who are making a difference around the globe. Join me as we listen in and get one step closer to understanding that big ideas shared create collaboration. Collaboration can inspire community, and communities create social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. Well, welcome back to Face to Face, and thank you for joining us for our next interview. It's been a little while since I posted, and lots been going on here at Face to Face, and lots been going on with me as I look at a new approach and uh, possibly even a, a refresh on the podcast. But I'll keep you posted on that. Still going to be doing interviews. You're still going to be able to find them in, in a variety of different places. I'll keep you posted. But for the meantime, uh, like I said, we've got some really exciting things coming up. But right now, over the next little while, Hot Docs is in town uh, 2023. It's the next edition of it. And there are some really brilliant films, as always, including our next film. And my next guest uh, is here to talk about his new film called The Mountains. Um, uh, Christian Anchai is here to talk about uh, what I believe to be a deeply uh, philosophical and existential film about, uh, about family. But it's also about life and love. It's it's about loss. It's about relationships, and and I think ultimately finding our way back home. And some of us are already at home and are you know quite comfortable there. But when I when I talk about it in this sort of symbolic and metaphorical and existential way, I think it really does take on new meaning. And Christian's film is just a beautiful poetic and uh, compelling journey. You're going to you're going to want to take it with him and his family. It was a 15-year process. It is it's uh, just a a celebration of storytelling and editing and he combed through over 75,000 photos, family photos and 25 years of footage. Can you imagine? It's a and again, it's it's um, you know, it's a film about about anxiety and about trauma and about crisis and 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 about how loss affects us all. It's also about about joy and, and about finding uh, meaning uh, in and through each other. So I hope uh, you will join us uh, for this interview. Uh, Christian Einchoy uh, talking about his new film, The Mountains, and stay tuned for more information about Face to Face. In the film, by, by the way, you can see it, Hot Docs, coming up uh, very soon. Uh, head online and, and see if you can get tickets to the international premiere of this film or 
you know, many others as well. And there's going to be some online streaming uh, availability there too. And stay tuned as well for uh, a theatrical release for the mountains. I'm assuming and hoping and trusting that Christian is able uh, to secure that in the not so distant future. So thanks again for listening. Don't forget davidpecklive.com for more information about my writing and my speaking. And also uh, you can even cop, uh, purchase a copy of Real Changes Incremental there. I am working on a new book. Uh, some of you uh, might be surprised by that, but I really am uh, stepping in and hoping to have something in the not so distant future. Face-to-face-live.ca. It'll take you to the same place under one umbrella. You can choose from over 600 uh, published interviews there. And uh, please leave us a review. We always appreciate that on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. Subscribe to podcasts. If you're watching slash listening to this on YouTube, you know, subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. We'd appreciate it. It always helps. But for now, uh, sit back, listen in, or pay, pay attention to what's on the road and listen in. Christian Einshoy, uh, his uh, new and beautiful, compelling new film, The Mountains, coming right up. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We are joined by a very uh, special guest here with us today. Um, I'm actually not even sure where he's calling in from, but uh, uh, Christian uh, Einshoy uh, and the director, um, editor, producer, uh, and writer of the beautiful and brilliant new film, The Mountains. Christian, thank you so much for joining us today on Face to Face. Thank you for having me. I have to say I'm not the producer, but all the rest is correct. Oh. So would you get like a producer with a small P, maybe small P? <laughs> invisible P, no an invi- P. <laughs> an, an invisible P, I love it. Well, hey, listen, uh, you know, I, I guess I can almost say welcome to Hot Docs. Uh, you're going to be in Toronto in the not-so-distant future. Thank you for taking the time today, and and congratulations, really, congratulations, not only on the festival for the international premiere, I believe it is, uh, but mm. but also congratulations on such a beautiful uh, touching film. I, where did you get the courage to actually start thinking that you were going to put this out there for the world to see? This is this is such an intimate story, Christian. Well, thank you. Um, where did I get the courage? Um, I don't feel that it is very courageous um, as long as people don't see it as particularly navel-gazing, I will be happy. Um, but it's been uh, it's been a very long process. It's been uh, 15 years I've spent uh, trying to make sense of uh, this story. And um, yeah, it's changed many ways uh, during that course. Did it have? Um, did you have many different names for the film over over the years? Fifteen years is a long time to be putting piecing together a story. Right. Uh, actually, not too many. Uh, at some point, it was called the mountain, and a few later, years later, it changed into the mountains. Um, and then I had a small crisis, uh, like a month after final cut where I assembled a list of like 150 alternative names that um, <laughs> right. that never like became anything but um but so, yeah. yeah but you had to go through the process 
apparently yes <laughs> yeah well it's fascinating so that's really interesting 15 years so i mean it really is a a, a road movie in a sort do do you see it that way uh, that when you you set out to make this i mean is it um tell 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 us how many hours of footage but i think 75,000 photographs basically and about 30 years of footage is that right yeah yeah true uh, yeah, yeah. I don't even know how many hours, but uh, but yeah, it spans. Um, it begins in ninety, the end of ninety two, and uh, or maybe it's twenty five years. So it ends in twenty, like the Corona twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. However many years that is, that's like the span of the, the film. <laughs> when when Christian, when you started piecing it together, was it was it really about maybe coming to terms with your own uh, identity. You talk about uh, your brother, one of your brothers having a deep existential crisis. I couldn't help but notice the fact that you were reading Kafka on the uh, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the the trial and Dostoevsky's influence there and, and so on and so forth. Can, can you talk a little bit maybe even about your own crisis? Uh, yeah, for sure. Like uh, in my... 20s uh, I, I had uh, let's say my first experience with uh yeah just dealing with anxiety and depression you know and this was uh, a completely new uh vocabulary for me like i didn't even know that this was something that existed um and i think i uh began to interpret the actions of uh, the people or especially the men in my family uh differently after having gone through that did you did you find you had more empathy well uh well yeah but also like what i um do in the film a part of what i do in the film is like digging through um well let's say for uh, for the longest time i um so yeah obviously the the the, the setup of the film is that uh, like my brother dies in the 90s and that's like the family the family trauma and I always had this idea that we handled that uh, really well, like uh, as a family, like we were really good at right. like talking about that. Um, so I really didn't think that there was any story to be told about that subject. Even. Right. Every, everything was fine. Yeah, because like my parents would talk about like during his sickness, they would say like, okay, sons you know he will die and uh this is terminal and uh there was and no... christian for for our audience chris christopher is uh was your brother's name yes yeah uh yeah uh yes and what, what i'm trying to arrive at is uh it, it it took a long time for me to realize that there really was anything to unpack <clears throat> Um, in relation to the story, um, and and that arose uh, during these fifteen years of filming, that 
um, I had to realize this point that even though we talked about the disease as a like physical thing that happened, none of us really put into words how the loss affected us. Um, I don't even, even now I don't remember what question that set this uh, these words or where we started from but that was yeah yeah i mean the question was just i guess can you talk a little bit about your own crisis and and i mean don't don't we all have an existential crisis of one kind or another and some of us i mean we all deal with it in our own way and i find it fascinating that you it took you so long to figure out that hey maybe maybe we didn't deal with this very right. well and and yeah and, and i guess what I do in the film is like look at the men in my family and uh, consider this idea like was there something we didn't see like uh, how were we affected by what happened um, do do you do you think do you think things would have turned out differently you know i find it fascinating that that the film's not only it's about i mean it's about so many things it's so layered christian i mean we're talking about mm -hmm. family and and trauma and ptsd and and trust and transparency and the relationship the list goes on it really is a remarkable uh, piece do you think that things would have turned out differently had you not had a camera on you so often you know, your mother at the near the end of the film says something ironic like, isn't it weird that I have to have a camera in front of me in order to talk to you? And right. I, I just found that really super, super interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, so the camera's role in the family, uh, or uh, my dad buys the camera because uh christopher's illness is terminal like um that's the reason he buys a camera and uh obviously at the time i thought nothing of it but uh, during the making of the film when i look at this footage like it comes across as a sort of coping mechanism you know right. his way to use the camera as uh uh, to even be able to be in this situation, like get up every day and just look at his son uh, perishing gradually, you know? Um, and I've, so I also use the camera, obviously, uh, but in a different way. Uh, and I think it's related to uh, well, it became very practical. I, I, in in the film, we talk about uh, all kinds of things. I've discussed with my brother his um, thoughts of suicide uh, that he never uh, related to anyone. And I think these uh, conversations would not have been possible uh, without me having the camera uh, because we are so, like we have, no method for like dealing with these right. uh, yeah so the camera became, became which a is help. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Christian, that's really interesting because don't we often talk about the camera getting in the way? Right. right? We, 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 we perform for the camera or... Or, boy, wouldn't things have turned out differently had it not been there? But I, what I'm hearing you saying, it actually was a bridge. It helped you to build, by, by, the, by the looks of it, a better relationship, which I think is really interesting. For sure. Uh, but it is true. Or I, what you, the, my mother's remark, you know, about, you know, putting the camera away. Uh, the way I think of, the camera in the film is that it served uh, a role for a, a span of time, which is these 25 years or whatnot. Uh, but then we get through it and then it's time. It's also, uh, it's now it's the time to put the camera away and, and get truly close, right? Right, right, right. Sort of put the camera away and 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 kind of get on with your life, uh, I suppose, in some respects, or or whatever that might mean for for your family. Yeah, or no matter how helpful the presence of the camera might be, uh, there will always it will always add some distance or artificiality, sure, uh, which. Uh, like not having it, not having that would be ideal, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I, I, listen, you talk, I mean, if this film isn't about finding our way back home, 
uh, I'm not sure uh, what what film would be. And I just I think that is such a uh, a beautiful story to tell, and it's a story that we need to continue to tell, and it's a story we need to continue to hear. Each I believe each and every one of us. You talk about Christmas morning, and it's really beautiful. And I guess your dad is dressed up as uh, Saint Nick. And it's a really, really touching moment. But you said something that really struck deeply for me, and partially because maybe I also loved video games as a kid. But you, I think the word, uh, the the phrase was pure joy when you unwrapped the was it Super Nintendo the game the game Super Nintendo yeah yeah pure joy. Tell me a little bit about that 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 feeling. Can you recall that? Because isn't is is that what you're trying to get back to? Is that the is that the exercise of this film in a sense? This storytelling, this editing, this project. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's a good point. Um, the scene you're referring to is, uh, yeah, me. We've we've received already the message uh, that. Christopher's terminally ill, and it's gonna be a week, so he's probably he'll probably pass away before New Year's. And then during uh, Christmas Eve, I get this Super Nintendo. I'm just, you know, really, really happy, obviously. And it's, and life is perfect in that moment because sure, <laughs> I'm I'm seven years old, and even though like I've doesn't been get any better that, that that my brother is uh, is dying, like it's just too abstract. Like I don't mm. know what that means at that point, really, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, and then later in the film. Uh, when there is this silly exercise of uh, me and my brothers dressing up as uh, superheroes in these costumes, I think you're right. Like uh, that's an exercise in trying to reach back to this simple, childish, uh, ha- uncomplicated, childish happiness that we shared at some point. Do, do and do you think you'll you will feel that again? Do you think that it's a uh... I couldn't help but think of Albert Camus as well, you know, and the the title of your film, The Mountain, you know, you, you all of you are Sisyphus, you know, you're all pushing the rock up the hill, but mm. aren't we all doing that in our own ways, trying to sort of make sense out of this, this crazy, beautiful thing we call life? And mm. And I wonder, I think we can get back to pure joy. I'm just not sure how to do it. <laughs> does that, does yeah. that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I uh, uh, yeah, I'm not even sure what to say. Um, but it it uh, other than it 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 did really work. Um, it it did this this act of dressing up and running around like fools, like. It, it 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 was a return to childhood it's not an act for the camera like it did really happen you know um and i don't know what uh, degree of meaning there were there isn't that but 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 it did happen it may it may not work for other families but but it sure seems to have worked for you do you believe do, do you believe in reconciliation christian do you do you believe that um with enough thought and enough, I guess, love and care and concern and maybe enough, you know, uh, like you said, running around like fools, enough moments like that where we're open and honest with each other that we can 
heal that 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 sense of brokenness because i think every family has a bit of this but but maybe that's just mm. me but but yeah what what are your thoughts on that 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 idea of reconciliation in families yeah um i think uh or certainly one thing that i'm very interested in and is that i'm trying to explore in this film i think is um uh it's about masculinity and like how because so much of what like the problems that my brothers and my dad experience i feel is very related to how one feel one must act as a man like uh, having uh, that identity uh not in the least my uh brother's um suppression of uh feelings uh, when uh christopher died frederick like decided like he's not gonna cry uh even in the funeral he has in his mind at that point he's like seven years old he's decided like i'm not gonna cry and he doesn't and he never cries like at any point uh and i find that really interesting uh because where where does he get this idea you know um at, at seven years old where do you get that idea yeah that's a remarkable question um so i yeah something i'm interested in uh, or have been exploring through making this film is this idea of, of that like where 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 do we get these ideas from and are we able to change them uh because i think it's very, really destructive um it's it's not serving any purpose this old idea of what it means to be a man which is right uh you know just suffering but not um suffering in silence it's a very masculine ideal right um but uh it's not serving any purpose don't you say at one point that you just used the phrase um, i'm just looking for it here i can't i can't remember where but i think it was closer to the end of the film that you were gonna you just used the phrase suffering in silence don't you say you want to leave you want to leave the silence behind you might be right i don't remember i don't recall right now uh, but maybe yeah but the idea but the idea of getting yeah getting getting back to to this idea of oh you know men often don't they don't share they 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 give you the silent treatment and so on and right right um yeah and i think this is related to um yeah what is expected of men you know and what uh, men think is expected of them and uh, i'm suggesting that we try to strive for uh, a, a new or a, a revision of this idea of what it uh, means to um, show strength uh, as a man uh, and that's uh, what like i i feel uh, the men in in my family shows strength through exploring these 
exploring the past, exploring like what really hurts, you know, to, to me, that's strength, you know, asking, uh, asking the tough questions, but also being willing to, to actually unpack it together by the sound of it. Right. Work, work through it, work it out. Roll. What's the phrase? Roll, roll up your sleeves, you know? And and, yeah. and 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 do the and because it's hard. It's listen. It's hard work. I think what your film shows. It's no surprise that it took fifteen years, really, for you to to sort of piece this together because of all the history that you had to work through. But what I love about your film and about about the story, and thank you again for sharing it, is that I think all of us can see ourselves in here somewhere. Um, I really do, and I'm 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 looking forward to to. Uh, what what comes next for you and for the film and and i hope you're you're you know you're able to enjoy the the, the q and a's and the audience's uh, reactions that you're going to start getting and you do a really rich wonderful festival tour uh we got to wrap up in a, in a quick minute here or two but um tell me um why batman how come how come you get batman and uh one of your brothers is robin and the other is spider-man it's it's simple really it's uh I, i'm the oldest and uh, robin is the second oldest and i had to think about a little bit about spider-man but it's basically because he's from another generation me and my brother is from the 80s and the, right. the youngest one is like 10 years uh younger so i felt like i don't even know and that's someone commented that there it's it doesn't make a lot of sense like the three of us on the poster because we're from different universes right like it's dc and marvel and it's like right. yeah, that's, that's that's no good <laughs> that's no good come on what are you a dc or a marvel guy yeah that's yeah. Oh, that's very funny yeah, yeah i think that's pretty irrelevant myself but uh it's still it's a fun, it's a fun question and a fun thing to consider and and a fun way to end the interview i i love that you've got a sense of humor christian it, it really is a a humorous story as well. I got to tell you, one of my favorite moments, probably not your dad's favorite moment was, but the, the fact that he couldn't find the right key for the door. I mean, yeah, if that's yeah. if that's not the classic metaphor for all of us, but <laughs> a real real pleasure meeting you. Thank you for sharing the film. It, it, it's beautiful. It's 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 brilliant. It's not not only a reflection on the past, but it's it's a I think it's a real uh, prophetic sort of tale about about the future of what could be for all of us. And, and I, I just think that's so beautiful and so brilliant. So once again, thank you. We've been talking uh, with uh, Christian Einshoy. Uh, he's uh, coming to Hot Docs in the not-so-distant future with his new, beautiful new film, The Mountains. Thank you uh, so much for your time today uh, and spending some you know, quality time with us here on Face to Face, Christian. Thanks for having me. Well, there you have it, my conversation with Christian Einshoy talking about his beautiful film, The Mountains. I mean, it's so compelling. I, I, I feel like, uh, you know, even as I record this, I feel like I've just recently rewatched the film. It was a powerful and moving piece. I hope you get that sense from the interview. And I really trust that you'll be willing to um, head out and, and, and see the film or watch it online. Check it out at Hot Docs. Uh, head uh, out online uh, for uh, and buy tickets. <laughs> I'm, so, 
I'm struggling with, with, uh, with uh, you know, what to do next. But Hot Docs, check it out. Hot Docs, H-O-T-D-O-C-S dot C-A for more information on the mountains. And thanks, Christian, for joining us here on Face to Face. Don't forget davidpecklive.com for more information about what I'm up to. Please leave us a review wherever you listen. Subscribe as well wherever you listen to podcasts. And we will uh, see you again very, very soon. My name's David Peck. And you've been listening to Face to Face. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.